0: Yeah, but still, um, how's everybody doing? Yeah. We have um, yeah. joining us in the podcast today,
1: Matt Mason. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling down here. I just started making some chili. Singer-songwriter and Matt Mason.
0: Singer. That's yeah. me. He's a, he's a singer- smash hit singer-songwriter, I should say.
1: Confirmed yeah, smash Yeah, that's hit. what I'm known as. Uh, I've got, I get called I get called uh, Grammy-nominated, songwriter you, Matt Mason. Were you nominated this year? <laughs> dude, I was nominated for a song that I sung on an EDM record, so it's a reach. Okay. But hey, dude, that's it was counts. last year, Counted. and it didn't win. Damn.
0: Which song was oh, it? No, I think it did win.
1: Wait, what? You don't know? I don't, because I was so distant from it. It was, was just it like, now we can say I'm technically nominated, but... It's Illinium, uh, and it's called uh, the album was called Falling Embers, and I think the album won.
2: Okay. Oh, so you get like a uh, a plaque? Mm,
1: no, I don't get anything.
2: You Let's see. I think you, you can literally. Like a... I
1: think you can literally pay
2: to get. You have something. to pay for it usually. Yeah, you have to like pay to get it sent to your house and made right? usually. Yeah, we're kind of we're we're giving them a glimpse behind the
1: behind the curtain. It's very humbling. That's what happened when, like, I had a song go gold, and then I realized I had to pay like four hundred dollars to get a plaque. That's the biggest thing
0: you can. uh, um, Yeah, it's it's actually like easier than you think to get, like, to be able to get one of those plaques. As like, like if you work on the
1: record, you get the
0: plaque, but
1: you have to buy it. Even if you don't, because there was this one guy that we did like a writing camp with one time. He was like a super chill guy. But I didn't I never worked with him and I never saw him for like three years. And then my song cringe went gold. And he got them to send him a gold record made out to him. <laughs> and I was like, was How cool. did you do this, bro?
0: That's the real cringe. He's yeah, post- he's that? posting cringe on his wall.
1: I guess I wanna do yeah, that
2: I wanna can I do that for, like, a song that I, I didn't work on?
1: Wait, he didn't work on it at, at all? No, he had no, no involvement with it. And he was, like, a really nice guy. It just caught me so off guard. He posted an Instagram photo of it. And I was like, wait, what?
0: I need to see this now.
1: I don't know. if I'm, I mean, I might be able to...
2: Could I those. buy, Could I buy like, just a framed, like, plat, like double platinum record for Party Rock Anthem or something? I,
1: I think the loophole What's that he me? went through... Was he knew, he knew the people on my label team, and I think he, he somehow just finessed it that way. I don't yeah. think any random person can just get it made out to them by RIAA, but I think he like finessed it that way.
0: Brandon, I'm looking at uh, see if you could get a party rock. Well, first that had to have gone platinum, right?
2: Oh, it, it had to have gone multiple times platinum. How many times platinum did Party Rock Anthem? i no. think it's more than that yeah i gotta i i haven't i the reason why it was like fresh on my mind is because they were playing it at taffer's tavern the john taffer bar oh which my I, god I, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about on the episode that we record after, after this. this after
0: this yes 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 okay yeah.
2: um i just um, watched oh, a video on
0: uh lmfao eight times downfall. platinum wait what, what did you eight learn
2: time, it went eight times platinum
0: that's crazy. What did you learn, Matt, on that documentary?
1: Uh, I learned that they wanted to – they they made that record, and then I think one of them wanted to make more serious music, which is just Bro, like – Bro, that is so you...
0: funny, actually. Your, your name's LMFAO, and you're like, I think we need to take a serious you
1: route. You can't bounce back from that. I guess they argued a ton, and then they both started to pursue their solo careers, and both
2: Well, no, failed. one of them was injured. I believe Sky Blue –
1: what kind of injury? Man, I forgot that was his name.
2: Oh, like he like broke his leg or something and he was like out of commission. And then Red Food. That's right. Kept... The dude just did yeah. a tour without Red him. Red Food just completely yeah. toured without him under the LMFAO name. Yeah, so and he started continued to like doing steal the tour all the solo. Clap. And uh, was, I-, I think like uh, pocketing a lot of money. It was like. It it ended uh in it 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 really crashed and burned. Um yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think he just
1: he started to end. do everything without the guy and then wouldn't give him splits and then
2: and didn't check in with him while he was injured at the hospital.
1: Also yeah, there and then that Uncle guy now, we
2: we watched we watched the same video. Yeah, it was on YouTube. Yeah. This yeah. is an al- this is an algorithm suggested video essay. Yeah, I, I don't need that's, that's not like even suggested for algorithm. me anymore.
1: That's what I do every night is just look up those videos. I like I know watch, so much shit about random. I
2: hate how much shit how many video essays I watch on YouTube where it's like it's all recycled footage yep. and it's all voiceover. Oh it's all yeah. voiceover, it's
0: yeah. Like a mystery guy just reading Wikipedia basically
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. i've been watching that dude patrick cc's videos because he does like deep dives on like old influencers and stuff and hmm. like where they are now i just watched a 50 minute video on gabby hannah last night
0: oh what where uh, is she? she was having a down like she was having a dark period not long well, ago she's right?
2: being mentally ill i i don't i don't want to talk about it
0: yeah so you just... say that as if you were involved like in causing that <laughs> Yeah, I don't, wanna, I don't. Yeah, I want to
2: talk about it, man. Well, yeah, I don't want to talk about that stuff. Okay,
0: okay, okay. I didn't even know who she was in the first place. I only know the down, like the, the mental illness posting.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's what kind of boosts her thing. But if you want to know more, there's a 50 minute. Okay, okay, okay. Video.
2: Yeah, Wait. I mean, oh, do you know actually? Well, we'll we'll get back on track. But I will say it's it's more of a documentary than a video essay but uh that that defunct land channel very mm. good they like sort of like that. they dive into like you know like failed fa- like failed disney attractions and like things like that or like you know it's uh yeah defunct land it's a great it's a it's a great channel but they have they have this video about uh like solving the mystery of who created the Disney channel, uh, theme. And it, it, it ends oh, dude, up,
1: that's the first video that pops up. Yeah. yeah. It ends
2: up taking a lot of, I mean, it's people love it. It's very compelling and, uh, it's, it's funny. It gets, uh, emotional towards the end. Uh, they, they did, uh, they did pull up the, there is, footage of the we talked about the the nine eleven disney channel psa's uh oh god that, yeah that does come up at one point but uh really really fucking really good stuff anyway is this yeah. all disney related yeah, that's uh, what it looks no, like no it's like it's a lot there's okay. there's one that was like like the hit the the history of the nickelodeon hotel got it got like, it, got it. it's it's a lot of stuff in that milieu oh um, dude i did watch that one actually it's and it it's was like a,
1: super gross.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. There's some. I mean, Defunct Land. It is. I mean, you know, Jack. I'm surprised you're not. I know. As, this a, seems as like a man up my who alley. like loves, loves deep dives. Oh yeah. There was Defunct Land, the bizarre dark Garfield dark ride. Mm. Uh, it's all. It's a lot of. Yeah. It's. It's it's a lot of deep dives. I just on, subscribed. Like kind of like yeah weird like pop culture ephemera
1: Yeah, this is going to fill my nights. Dude, Zo <laughs> boomafu do you remember that? Of course. Zooboomafoo? Yeah. Dude, I do like I haven't seen that since I was a kid. That's so Oh, the, the handwich,
2: Monkey? Disney's failed sandwich of the future. That's a good one. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Um anyway, how do we get on this topic? I don't know. Uh, you winning a Grammy? You winning a Grammy? It's Lmfao. I don't. Think, <laughs> yes. By the way, Matt, I don't think you won the Grammy. I'm just gonna break the news to you right now. It didn't win. I don't think I, so.
1: To be honest, it would have been a bittersweet thing if it did. Would it have been bitter? I swear. I it swear. It sounds only sweet.
2: It, it's weird to not know if you won a Grammy or not. I know.
0: Well, it's <laughs> even, and then it's even weirder to have like, similarly, some guy have a gold record plaque for do you even have the plaque yourself
1: i do have the gold Okay, so you you
0: do have it okay
1: yeah but it'd be funny if you is, didn't and he did oh wait for for a grammy
0: no for the or for, for cringe. the cringe. yeah
1: yeah yeah okay it, so since then it went like it took like eight months to get those made and i had to get them made for like the whole team so it was like a lot of money damn and then they both both that and hallucinogenics went platinum and i'm just like i'm just not gonna get the, the plaque because it just costs so much money
0: <laughs> it did um did you have to pay for the plaques yeah damn yeah i guess that makes sense though
1: yeah i mean who else is gonna do it except oh, so for that you're,
2: guy you're va what's up yeah virginia Oh yeah. Ooh yes Lord. Yeah, me too.
1: Wait, where are you from?
2: Nova, which is a completely it's a different beast.
1: Where whereabouts?
2: Uh like Fairfax. Okay. Seven oh three. Yeah.
1: Okay. I are, worked at fireworks stand in Fairfax for a summer. Fireworks stand, oh, wow. Shit. Yeah. yeah. You had an How interesting
0: you had an interesting childhood, Horrible. didn't you?
1: horrible it was my whole family in a in a rv that didn't have ac in a food line parking lot selling fireworks for like a month
0: let's get into that actually because you had a very weird (laughs) i want to hear you had a (laughs) weird (laughs) dream. yeah yeah. dive in let's back up because didn't you were not you in a family band like you had a weird childhood where does this where do you want to begin i want to hear about this
1: um i wasn't in a family band so my parents were in two heavy metal christian bands
0: Okay, Bro. I'm listening.
1: Yeah, and they ripped. They the first band's name, I think the first one was Holy Warfare. Oh man. The, whoa. Yeah. Dude, and the second one was Never that's Thirst.
2: That's like. Whoa. Wait, Holy Warfare yeah. is like that's like what you want a Christian heavy metal man, band to be called.
1: Dude, I wish I could get my hands on some recordings of those songs cuz they actually they actually ripped.
0: Were they if I Google this, will I find anything? Uh no, I'm not finding anything. No, there. no way. Dude, you need it's to make bootleg shirts for them. Did they Dude have- they
1: had stuff like that too, yeah. And they had like thick cassette tapes and yeah. Oh. They were doing the thing. What
0: happened to the tapes?
1: I have no I, I mean my dad might still have some like uh at home or some CDs too, but I just wish I could get the recordings. I don't think he has the recordings
0: anymore. Dude, this is like I'm I'm on board. I wanna like I want to help facilitate this. It's
1: it's so sick, dude. The one song Somebody I remember has was them. called "Wash My Robes and it was so hard, dude.
0: Whoa. Okay, what was the second band's name? Neverthirst. Neverthirst. One wow, that's, word.
1: That's <clears throat> one word.
0: And were they different times? And the T
2: and
1: the T and thirst it
0: was across, obviously yes. across. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Holy Wait, warfare Holy, is hard. Holy warfare. I can't find anything online.
1: Yeah, you're not going to find no, anything. About but...
2: that. I mean, they were not. They were not like,
1: no. They really just played like whatever events they could find and then like big, like tent revival style outreach
2: events. But there's like, um, there's physical media.
1: There's tapes. I allegedly. think so. I there's
2: think he tapes. still has
0: tapes. Yeah.
2: Wow. Do
0: me a favor and text your dad if you can asking if he could has any pictures of tapes or something like this. I really, really want to see it. You know,
1: I'm going to ask him. He's got
0: to have something lying around. Also. I feel like that's a good dad assignment. Dads. Dads love a question like that during the day. (laughs) Yeah. He's prepared for it. I'm assuming he's
1: retired uh no so now they do um they have a prison ministry so they tour about half the year every year just oh wow prisons.
0: okay yeah that was something else i was going to talk to you about but let's keep it on the let's keep it for now on the the heavy metal band so wait when was that taking place in your life
1: in my life i think they were i think they were already doing it by the time i was born it might have been right after i was born but they continued to do it for quite a while um because i remember going to some of the events but my dad was my dad was a cop and then he was a youth pastor and i think when he became a youth pastor that's when he started the the bands with like some of the people from the church and then he bounced around different churches for a bit and was just like ripping gigs and reaching kids that's crazy so how Mm -hmm. long were
0: you guys on the road
1: Uh, they would just take trips at that time. It was kind of just like we would go out for, you know, three or four days and then come back and then go out and then then occasionally
0: work a fireworks stand.
1: And then, yeah, that wasn't until like, I don't even remember why we did that, dude. I mean, we've always struggled money wise, but like there was a reason that we worked it. it was like to save money for something. But it was my whole family in this RV that the AC didn't work. It was gross. And it was just we had to go to the. YMCA down the street to shower
2: Whoa, I
1: don't even know how they got that kid, dude. I recently met somebody
0: with that grew up in a family of 17 children Jesus Christ. which is insane and they were saying that they had to go to the YMCA to shower just because there was like too many kids like on school oh days God. like all of them couldn't shower at once so some of them had to go like you know they all had to leave at the same time there's no way to like bracket it they didn't have that's enough ba- bathrooms i know But
1: shout out to ymca for the showers
0: right i mean also that's kind of like who knows how safe that is for a bunch of children to go be showering there
1: especially in the
0: in the 90s in the 90s the wee hours of the morning <laughs> yeah. maybe before stranger danger
2: um <laughs> yeah that's the one thing i like that was, remember. That was uh, the stranger danger existed that wasn't the, da- the, danger danger. the danger existed.
0: The danger existed. When did the, the campaign the, launch?
2: <laughs> the campaign had definitely launched by the 90s.
0: Yeah. When was that?
2: I don't know. I, mean, I remember Stranger never, Danger. Nevertheless, I definitely saw a stranger's cock for the first time at a YMCA.
1: I think that happened to me, too. Yeah. Yeah. But me it wasn't like,
2: like, whoa, what's this? It wasn't like, uh, this wasn't like traumatic or anything. The circumstances were not traumatic, it, but I definitely did see, like, an adult man's cock for the first time at the YMCA. Me too. Yeah, mostly, I just like, remember being, because my mom,
1: yeah. my mom worked at a YMCA, so we would go there after school every day. Like, this was when I was, like, really young, and that same thing happened to me, and I was just like, whoa, what the fuck, like, people do yeah. this here. I
0: remember being really thrown off, because, like, when you're a kid, you're going you're going to a lot of different places to play like games, right? Like you're going to like after school programs or like your friend's church or synagogue or something. You're always being invited to places to play like various sports or basketball. And then I remember one of my friends brought me to the YMCA to play basketball. And like the first thing I see is a grown man's penis. And I just remember thinking like, Oh, like that's very different. Like I've been to a lot of places and like, (laughs) They didn't yeah. have naked men. That's also, weird that you're like, over here. Like, dude, you have to see a... Think, uh, like, because you have to I go don't... in through there. You have to go in through there. So yeah, now I'm just, like, now dude, I'm this just is thinking, lot.
1: like, why is there not a... Uh, I feel like by now there should be, like, a kid's
2: designated <laughs> a kid's <locker> room. <laughs> area. Yeah. Yeah. I remember
0: walking past, I'm like, damn, that's a lot. That's a lot that I had to just see in order to no, play basketball.
2: The, the, like... spa- <laughs> the space is certainly too communal. What a game. Uh, no, for I sure. Mean, Yeah, you'd and I do think that I feel like, with regards to adult men showing they cocks in the locker room, you know, it's like the older the man, the more they they let they nuts hang. Oh, yeah, true. Literal and figurative. Yeah, like that is everybody knows that, like, the oldest guy at the gym always is like. He's walking out with his cock out more than like anybody in there. It you know, just like, shows you the
1: level of not giving a fuck. Like the more, oh, totally. I think they it, are about it.
2: No, yeah, I, I'd say that it like some of those comes with age.
0: Yeah, some of those guys, it borders on giving a fuck in the wrong way, where it's like I'm almost thinking that they're enjoying being naked in there. I know I've said it before, but my old gym, uh, dude, I would go in. For like a full half day workout type thing, you know, like workout, basketball, swim, and there would be like the same the dude. There would be a dude sitting in a lawn chair, like butt naked, reading a book when I walked in, and he would be there when I would leave, like seven hours later. And I'm just like, oh, in right, right, a lawn like, chair. Yeah, like there's like there. <laughs> it was a big gym, so there's like um a hot tub and a sauna, and then there's like chairs like uh, inside the locker room, and he would be like yeah. in a very central area, naked, reading, like balls touching the plastic lawn chair. Yeah. That's... And for like seven hours, it's like, all right, dude, like at this point, like this is beyond you even having a good time. Like this is not yeah, a good place be to read. The most
2: convenient. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like you want it. This is you wanna, where you want to no, read. No, there's a, yeah, there's it's a, a, more a windowless, reason for that one. It's a windowless locker room.
0: I can understand like 10 minutes after you get out of the hot tub. Like, Hey, I'm going to read this like article in the LA times or I, I don't know. Dry off. I but, don't like, know. I don't dude, think at this so. point
1: you're like, I don't think there's any. I don't think I have any remorse for somebody reading naked in the locker for
0: room. that long. It's like, dude, you haven't left to get a meal. Like enough time has passed that you would have needed lunch. Like if you were on a flight, they would have served food. And yeah, just I feel like time.
1: There. The the amount of time that doesn't even matter. If I was in a locker room and I looked over and there was this, a dude naked sitting there reading, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: Yeah, because I mean, I've been called a prude for saying stuff like sort of along this lines like oh you know especially like europeans you know they're like oh americans are so uncomfortable with the human body or whatever it's like no this is something else no i just
1: think it's a weird place to read naked definitely
0: <laughs> and like in a perfect world like pre-workout like i would yeah i would prefer not to see an old man's balls
1: did nothing gets me more amped to work out than just reading <laughs> a chapter of a book
0: oh naked and also you know what we'll give him a shout out here but not the shout out he was probably hoping for, but your manager is how we know each other. Clayton Blaha, one of my good friends, that man loves We Spa um in LA. Brandon, you he probably like We that. Spa as well, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But
0: sometimes that place, I've only been there once or twice, but sometimes that can be a little too much
1: for me because that oh, has, yeah, people... that has
0: naked old men and naked children. And um, like, what, you know, what is it? was
1: that like communal. It's communal, like, like hot
0: tubs, saunas, There's different areas, but, like, one time Clayton talked, like, hyped this place up so much to me and then took me, and there were so many naked kids running around that it was just, like... And we we were trying to like be hungover and unwind in a hot tub, and there's like little <laughs> naked Chinese boys running around, and I'm like, yo, this is not my idea of relaxation.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. nothing relaxing about this. Also, I I feel like any place that there's naked children running around, you as a as a thirty year old man, you're not really allowed to praise it that much.
2: Well, yeah, like, you, you know, gotta yeah. check this out. <laughs> yeah, bro. Up yeah, it's, it's the best it's, place, bro. You gotta see it. It's twenty four hours. Yeah. It's 24 hours, so, like, that's, I've, that's I've crazy. only gone there... When I've gone there, it's been, like, late, and there's been no naked Chinese boys. That might have been a fluke when I was just... <coughs> I feel like there should, no
0: kids should be allowed in there. That's an easy... No. That should be an easy no. rule, right?
2: No. Especially yeah, if weird. it's,
0: like, nude only. I don't want to yeah. be around a naked kid, dude. Like, because yeah. I don't know what the right... What's the right thing to be doing? Like, do I look at my I, reading? I would, yeah. My when you're a naked kid running around, that's not yours. It's like, dude, I need to be acting normal style right now. Like I'm looking at my feet like. Yeah. You know, a little too overthinking it. I'm just like, I just need to like, I'm not going to be looking at these kids, but really, I don't want to be too avoiding it. Like, I'm not. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what a pedophile would be doing in that situation,
2: but I'm trying to avoid I don't anything know, like that. I
1: mean, again, I feel like I can't. Yeah, I can't and... even
2: really wrap my head. I around. couldn't even fathom. <laughs> yeah.
0: But <laughs> well,
1: you know, I don't want to be. I don't want <laughs> to be
2: too avoiding it, boat, where I'm like, dude. ah,
0: you know, like covering my eyes. Then that stands out in a different way. <laughs> then it looks
1: like you're acting. Yeah, you're overacting.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But either way, it was not. It was not how I wanted to spend a hungover Sunday morning or whatever.
1: If there's one thing we can agree on, it's the, the fact that it's a little weird for Clayton to be. Stopped. Yeah. Shout out
0: to about. your manager, Clayton, for <laughs> hanging out at this place, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. But otherwise, I think it's cool. There's guys like that pass out there overnight. You know about that?
2: Oh, yeah. There's Yeah, there's guys that sleep there.
0: Yeah. That's that's a different story because they're like, you're meant to be naked there. But those dudes will. Is, really like, is, to like
1: is it like a nice like, is it nice?
0: Yeah. It's pretty yeah. nice. You have to I'm surprised okay. you he's not taking you there.
1: I wouldn't go. Dude if Clayton was like, "Yo, come to the spa with me." I would not go. Yeah, uh, where you know, are you where are you? It would be weird you? in some kind of specific way.
2: Yeah. Matt, where are you geographically right now?
1: I'm in Nashville.
2: Oh, okay. it's oh, perfect yeah. perfect place to be. Music, for music a music like you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um but anyway, <laughs> sorry for that little detour, but you uh how, wait why did we start we're talking about ymca you guys had a shower at the ymca when you were kids so <laughs> yeah, you were once the naked <laughs> we were, kid we running around the,
1: also my dad just texted me back okay <laughs> dude that's such a dad answer i said do you have any holy warfare or never thirst recordings or photos and he just said yes <laughs> can you send me some pictures send of it please no, nothing else bro. <laughs> please uh, send me them dad oh yeah parent
2: parents text in a way that like if a friend your age was texting you like that, you'd be like, are you fucking mad at me? <laughs> no, yeah. my dad... Yeah, he destroys me over text on accident. It's Very curt. Yeah, K... It's just like, it sounds... It, it makes, makes it, it, it look K like period. I'm just... Bro, he's hit me with a K period like on some confirming. crazy stuff. <laughs> like,
0: I'm not gonna say, like... <laughs> I don't know what he said exactly. Like, like the type of thing would be, like, maybe the fact that I proposed to Chelsea and just hit me with a nice... Like... <laughs> <laughs> nice! <laughs> <laughs> and then thumbs up. I don't think he actually did it with that one, but stuff close to it, you know. Like Yeah. Like thumbs up react, sunglasses guy <laughs> react like <laughs> emoji for big life news. But I'm
2: glad I'm not alone. You no, know. I think that this is like sort of uh relatable parent behavior. A lot of folks yeah. listening right now they go, "Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know about that." Um
0: Okay, so anyway, you're you're on the tour bus for Holy Warfare, traveling around with your family. Siblings? Not no a tour bus. bus. No, no tour no, RV, bus. RV.
1: Uh, Much different. Yes. But this is a different time. This is is this is not a time that they're doing that. Uh, this was just a random, like, bloke thing. I don't remember what the hell they were raising money for, but they were raising money for something and I guess they figured out somebody that knew a firework stand that they could, like, Essentially, like I don't know how maybe it works. they needed like, the fireworks franchise. for their live show, like I could, a pop up.
0: I could see like, some like fireworks being nice behind a holy warfare
1: concept. Oh yeah, dude. They they actually did have some like pyro shit because the drummer knew like how to do that stuff. That's amazing. So they did have like fire, like cannons and shit. You, I'm but... telling
0: you, this is this is an idea that'll make you a lot of money. You need to get the tapes and stuff we need to make holy warfare bootleg stuff but you need to you need to let your fans know about this somehow you need to get them on board and then you drop the holy warfare bootleg merch on the Matt Mason store I'm Dude, telling you
1: if my dad ever responds to just yes uh, we're gonna see what's what's available
0: then we need to get the we need to get the tapes Oh, the, imagine the reissue
1: yeah, that, yeah, I, mean, oh, if I can get that song washed. By I am, roads, I shit. am
2: seeing, uh, the Never Thirst Facebook page. No, there must be another have been band, right? Must Are have you been, sure? Yeah. 2010? Yeah, before that. This
1: was, this was oh, 90s. Okay.
2: Oh, so this is a different band called Never Thirst. But they also are Christians But they're, so fuck, was... they're
1: fucking posers, dude Yeah, it said We wrote two new
2: songs, songs today Looking forward to leading worship At First Baptist in Nash- Nashville, Arkansas On Wednesday Yeah Um. Those guys suck <laughs> Is yeah, it, I mean, isn't that a quote from the Bible? these guys <laughs> The
0: never never thirst? Thirst? There's probably a million bands with that name
1: Well, uh, yeah. I think it comes from the, like Drink from the Oh, whoever drinks the water
2: I will get I will give him will never thirst. Yes, indeed, the water I give him will become yes. Brandon's quoting uh, that from his memory. <laughs> I want to hear Brandon read a whole chapter from the Bible.
1: Yeah, he's
0: not
2: looking at Google. He's
1: <laughs> this is from the dome. No,
2: I'm I'm reading my yeah. I'm I got it. I got it. That was that was off the dome, bro. You memorized that one. So, um, did you
0: guys have any good misadventures on the road? Any other memories uh, um, that
1: stick out? Like with my oh shit. The family band. Um I was pretty young at the time, so not too much. Um dude, how do I fix this shit? What's wrong? Um I just like made my screen weird so you're really tiny. <laughs> um but I mean, there was there's definitely some interesting stories from that the the prison tours because that's when I was actually like on the road with them and like.
2: Oh, how old were you then?
1: I was. I started doing that when I was seventeen. Okay,
0: yeah, because I knew you oh, had played wow. a lot of shows in prison before.
1: Yeah, or I think I was eighteen.
0: Okay, time. so how did that start, and what was that like? I want to hear all about this.
1: That started because my parents decided they wanted to they didn't want to be pastors anymore, and they wanted to do something, like, that they found more significant. Um, and, dude, I really can't figure this shit out. Oh, there we go. Um, and so they started, they met this guy at Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. Okay. And this guy had a prison ministry already going. So they did, like, a few tours with him and then decided to start their own. And by that time, I had just, like, I think I did one tour with them prior to this, like a short two week stint, but then I started getting like arrested and a bunch of trouble for some very dumb shit.
0: What were you getting arrested
1: for? I got, I got arrested for me and my buddy. The first time me and my buddies were, we had all drank like a couple four locos and we were talking Uh, about
0: how how nostalgic
1: we were about chocolate milk from school. And oh, no. we were all in kind of a reckless mood because we had drank two four locos, and my buddy was like, "Dude, I know this elementary school down the street, and there's like a hash oh, on no. top, and you can like break into it." And so, <laughs> oh my god,
2: we were all like, "Yeah, dude, that's a great idea. Like bag, uh, like bagged chocolate milk."
1: No, like yeah, the box, to punch, to the punches. box ones, the little
2: oh, the carton. We yeah, not, we drank the, the cartons, not I know the, bags the bags that you you punched the straw through. You had
0: bags? Of I've heard about the bags.
2: It. I've had both. I moved around yeah, a lot. I've never
0: seen that. What was the. Um, I guess, is it. Are the bags better? Like, what's the thinking there?
2: I think they're equal. I mean, it's. Both are like. You know, not like the best way to consume a beverage. I've just. I've heard about <laughs> the bagged milk. I'm just like. Because, like, the boxes get. It gets, like, wet. It's like a, the corner gets like, it's yeah, not I, ideal. I know what you're saying, but you're, you got nostalgic about chocolate milk, having chocolate milk in the school cafeteria. You go, I'm going to go to the, uh, the elementary school. So you do. You yeah. Do that. Cause
1: our buddy knows that there's a hatch on top of the school. And so this is so actually, how, a how does he know story. that? He knows that because him and his buddies one night were, like, fucking around on the roof of the school and noticed a hatch. Got it. And he was like, we opened it, but we didn't go down in it. And so we all walk to the school because it's not too far from my house. And we get on the roof and we find the hatch, but the hatch has a lock on it now. And so we're all kind of like, oh, oh, well. And then one of my buddies just boots the lock off of the fucking thing and which immediately made it like breaking and entering yeah. rather than like trespassing. So we go down in there, we get to the cafeteria, we go down in the security office, like mm. nobody's there. Um, And we go to the cafeteria. Is that where it led to? Locked. Yeah. That's where the hatch, the ladder led to. It's just straight to the security. Wow. office. And uh, we're walking around the school and uh, the cafeteria is closed and like, it's locked up. And we're like, Oh, bummer. So we're like, look, Go to the teachers' lounge, and we go there, and we kind of like raid the fridge, and we're just kind of we're not like we're not there to fuck anything up, like we're just kind of like roaming around. Yeah. And um. And so we keep walking around, and then we start hearing this like noise, and we're like, "What the fuck is that?" And my buddy's like, "I think that's a silent alarm." We're like, "What silent alarm? What is that?" And he's like, "No, I really think it is. I think we should get out of here." soon as he said that we see like some cop lights go by and we're like
2: oh, oh no. lord so we
1: all run back to the security office i don't know what got into me i thought to barricade the door so i threw the the dude's file cabinet in front of the door oh no um which was just classic no move.
0: blues and, brothers be yeah. here.
1: <laughs> and we go back up on the roof and there are like six squad cars. There's two helicopters. Oh man! There's fucking canines barking, and we're like, "Oh shit!" And we all run, and we just jump off this roof. It's like twelve feet high.
2: Jesus! And
1: by the we way, jump off the roof.
2: You can buy chocolate milk at the store. <laughs> yeah, 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 but he wanted yeah. it from the store. You can.
1: Yeah, but yeah. not if you've had two four locos. That doesn't make sense. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so we jump off this roof. We start running. All in different directions, except for one of my buddies uh, who just dropped to his knees and like got arrested. And then uh, we're all like we're all lost from each other. My idea, which I still think is fucking brilliant. I got caught, but I got on this guy's porch and he had a jacket and a hat sitting on his chair on the porch. so I put the jacket and the hat on. And the cops were going by, and I was just looking like, what's going on here? Dude, you were doing
0: all the Looney Tunes moves.
1: Dude, and it worked for, like, literally, like, 30 minutes. I'm standing on this porch just like, what's going on? The cops are going by. And then the dude comes out of the fucking house behind me, and he's like, who the fuck are you? And I was like, man, uh, we were just, like, playing basketball. Like, all these cops showed (laughs) up, and he's like, you got to get the fuck off my porch. And I was like, all right.
2: And I had oh, to like man. take
1: his jacket and hat off and put it on the chair, and then I just like dove into a bush in the next house over, and I was like, "I'm gonna fucking live here until like everything is gone. Like I don't hear any more cops because you still see the spotlight from the helicopter and everything. And then they finally like I hear a dog snicking behind my head. No, you're like, uh, yeah, you're like, Lord. get the fuck out of the bush. And I was like, all right. And so I come out and I had taken my shirt off. So I was just wearing gym shorts and shoes (laughs) because I took my shirt off. I made a pillow because I was like, dude, I'm sleeping here. Like, I'm not leaving this until like it is like dead. And they found me. And so I went out there and they like arrested me and put me in the back of the car. And then I heard, I heard, uh, yeah, we're taking one to the hospital. He got torn up. And I was like, yo, what? And he was like, he literally was like, be quiet. And I was like, yeah, but like, did one of my friends get hurt? He's like, be quiet. And I'm like, bro. And I'm like, just sitting in the back of this cop car. And one thing I remember too, is like, my hands are behind my back. I'm cuffed in the back of the cop car and a fucking mosquito was just like buzzing around my face, dude. And I like, couldn't do anything about it. That was the worst part about it. Uh, But then they took us to the, uh, to the station and they like, Interviewed all of us, like asking us all these random questions, like why are we there, yada yada yada. And I remembered that, or I didn't remember. She showed me a video. It was a girl detective, and I had taken a thing a Cool Whip from the teachers' lounge fridge, and in the middle of like us walking around, I was like, "Yo, Kenny," and I like acted like I was jerking off, and then sprayed the Cool Whip. And she was like, "What's this about?" And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know." I was just like fucking around it was so embarrassing and uh, that is so funny and then basically they charged us all with breaking and entering and everybody got to go home but we had like court dates and everything um, and I got put on probation for like six months and then I got arrested again because I me and somebody thought it was a good idea to steal a bunch of stuff from JCPenney which was <laughs> of all places grand larceny. Yeah. What'd you steal? Dude, that's another story. It's not as long winded, but oh, please, basically, I mean, I'm loving these. Basically, my buddies call me and they they're like, also, yo, we've oh, been like. Uh,
2: how did this shake out ultimately? Like, you yeah, were yeah. arrested? Good point. We got arrested. We got t- taken to
1: the, to the precinct. That's where they, like, yeah. interviewed us. And they, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They showed us the videos. And of they us like, at I the had school.
2: two, four locos and I wanted chocolate. I didn't milk tell them that. School
1: either because i was i was underage so i i had like sobered up quick yeah um and they interviewed us and then they basically just let us all go with our charges and our trial dates um and probation uh so then everybody everybody got i remember everybody got less uh community service than i did and i didn't understand why but i got like 75 hours of community service that i had
2: This is a chocolate milk heist.
1: It's an so unsuccessful
2: crazy. chocolate so milk crazy. heist. so crazy. But
1: then I was like, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Like, if you're breaking into an elementary school, they have no idea, like, if you're, like, planning a bomb or, like, you know, whatever. Like, they have yeah. to like, go that hard. But uh, failed heist. We got charged, got put on probation. And then my buddies, like, a few months later were like, yo, we've been, like, stealing stuff from the jc penny because it's like really easy and i was like okay cool like i'm in and so we go what they hadn't told me is they'd already gone twice that day and what they were doing is they were grabbing all the clothes they wanted going into the dressing room taking their clothes off putting those clothes on and putting their old clothes back over those clothes so they look like a fucking like puppet walking out like fucking puffy as hell Uh and so i go in there and i'm like all right." So we all go into the dressing room with all the stuff we want and I do that and I look in the mirror and I'm like, there's no fucking way, dude. I look ridiculous. Like that's it's clear that I have stuff on under this. So I took everything off because I'm like, I can't get in trouble again. Took it all off, put my normal clothes back on, and I just start to bounce. I'm just gonna bail on them. And as I'm walking out of the dressing room, I see the security guard walking in and I was like, oh shit. So I just like walk as fast as I can out of the Jay-Z Penney and I just start walking home. Cause the guy I'm with is my ride, but I'm like, I'm just gonna walk home. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Then I get a call like half a mile down the road from my buddy who sounds like he's about to cry. And he's like, Hey man, uh, we're headed back to the car now. Where are you at? And I was like, Nick, are you the cop right now? And he's like, and then I just hear like, Shh. and then I hear it. This is officer Riviera uh your buddy's giving us your full name and we know uh you're on probation right now if you don't come back we're putting out a warrant for your arrest and i was like bro that's an insane snitch yeah and i was like i didn't even do anything like i didn't i hadn't Full
2: this. name like, yeah
1: yeah uh and addressed um and what? so i had to walk i had to walk a half mile back to the fucking mall and just get arrested that's insane i would have been and like hey
0: come get me at least <laughs>
1: Well, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna arrest. You me, literally didn't me do anything. Nod. Yeah, and so I go back because they're like, "We're gonna put a warrant out for you," and I'm on probation. And I'm like, "If they put out a warrant, I'm gonna be fucked." And so I walk all the way back. I get arrested. They take us to uh, the precinct, and we like go through the like magistrate and everything. And they tell my buddy Nick that if his parents come and pick him up, uh, and we're 18 at the time too. They're like, if your parents both come and sign for you, you're you're like free to go. And they told me the same thing, but my parents were in Florida. And I was like, my parents aren't here. And they're like, well, too bad. And so I had to spend two nights in jail. Oh, my God. And fucking get my sister to pay a bail bondsman like $2,500. And then they bailed me out. You did. Dude, this is the crazy part about this though. So you know how I said I took everything off, right? And I in my head, I took everything off. I went through the whole two days in jail with a stolen pair of jeans under my <laughs> 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 I had two pairs of jeans on the entire time I was like. and i got home after that whole thing i'm like awake for two days and like i get home and i like take my clothes off and i'm like holy shit it's a pair of fucking leaves (laughs) wearing two pairs of jeans in jail (laughs) yeah bro and did they know this Uh, no they had no idea they had no idea i sat there through the whole thing all they did was give us or i took my clothes off to get the uh the things they give you to wear and I just, like, folded them up like it was one pair of jeans.
2: And they, I, they just they thought you had ba- me. bulky legs.
1: Yeah, and they literally gave it back to me as I walked out. Wait, so um, what did they even charge you with then? I got charged with grand larceny because they charged me with everything that they took. Because the other guy we were with, we were, it was three people. It was me, the dude that ratted me out, and another guy who got away. So I got charged with everything that he took, everything that was in their car, I got charged with. And it was like two or three grand worth of clothes because they had been like three times that day. So I had to pay a crazy amount of restitution for clothes that I didn't steal. You didn't, you guys didn't, you didn't like
2: remain friends, I'm assuming, right? No, we did, bro. Cause like, wow. Wow. He's like, Mr. Too Damn Loyal here. Yeah.
1: Well, the other dude that ratted me out on the school thing, we did not stay friends. But this other guy, I don't know i just he's a softy and you know i i understood he was scared that is crazy
0: Uh, so did that fuck up your life
1: oh yeah man i had to like i fucking that's why i started doing the, the prison thing with my parents just to like get away from from like what i was doing and then i moved back to this place called gloucester virginia which is where i lived for a small time when i was a kid i like got a construction i had 19 grand to pay in court bills and restitution which was like i didn't have any money so yeah i'm fucked so i got a job working construction and i had 350 hours of community service to do and i was on weekly probation i had to go to the courthouse and peanut cup every week for so stupid also you yeah barely
0: did anything wrong i know bro i know
1: but honestly it's good that it happened because it kept well sort of but i i worked like 60 hours a week doing construction on sundays my only day off i did community service and then i just like stole a ton of weed and other things and that's what really paid my court bills that's so funny funny. you start
0: doing actual crimes to pay your court bills (laughs) To pay my court bills. I mean that's kinda of how was. And it works.
1: within like uh within six months I paid everything. Um, I got off papers and I was I was good to go. Okay. Wild.
0: So that leads us all to you performing in prisons.
1: Yeah. And that's when I started to go kind of full time with my parents because it was like that's how I cut my teeth playing live, it was like playing in front of these like crowds of inmates and it was like I had gigs. So like you know, and what, they didn't pay, but. What was that like? It was sick, man. Those are still some of the best shows I've ever played. Like, it was never, because I'd done so many ministry things with my parents growing up, it wasn't really, like, strange to me to do it. Uh, so going in there, like, the thing that I was most nervous about was just, like, normal performance nerves of, like, I'm scared to play my songs. But it, it didn't feel weird, um, even though you are playing for, like, you know, people that murdered three people or you know whatever they did um but for the most part like we we barely had in the most problems we had were with the guards and like the people getting in because they just don't want you there uh which is really crazy um but like the worst thing that ever happened to to us was we were at a um a youth center which is like kind of like 17 to 21 i think um and a kid had found out his mom died right before he went in and once you go in you can't come out until it's done and he just wanted to go and so he just picked up a chair and threw it at us while we were on stage and like within like fucking 0.5 seconds like guards had him like you know in a headlock and dragging him out it was crazy but that was like the worst thing that ever happened everybody's other than that it was like super respectful like a few weird things happened. like there was this girl that was touring with us and like she was playing one night and there were like dudes in the back jerking off oh so my god oh. pretty fucking weird um there was one time where they found a box of hollowed out bibles with weed in them and they thought it was us huh uh so they had to interview us and everything but yeah for the most part it was really good crowds and like it kind of instilled the the foundation that I have in me now when it comes to music is like watching it, watching how it like affects those people in a in such a like desolate place. Like that's What's, pretty so much the was, darkest place you can possibly be.
2: There was like a girl singing, and they were all yeah. They like there was like three dudes in the a back, and in ears, sitting
1: yeah. next to each other. Oh no, just like jerking off in their pants cuz they probably oh, hadn't God. seen like a woman that wasn't a guard and like
0: That's such desperation. 10 years. I feel like yeah. your imagination yeah. must be better than like how could it not be better like just like imagining a lady would be better than Yeah, I don't know to, man, like...
1: you're in there you're in there for for 10 years, you see a real life woman. I mean was she like yeah. was she a babe? Uh I honestly don't remember, dude. I know she was Canadian, but I don't remember her very well.
0: Yeah. Damn. I mean, not that it's not this like is, that it, whoa. anybody would deserve that or whatever, but I think I'm just like baffled that, like, like man, can't you just like imagine what a woman looks like and it would be better than like a blurry woman like from across the room singing songs? Like, fully yeah, I think it's <laughs> just, singing songs I about Christ. That,
1: that yeah. 10 year desperation, dude. That's insane. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, you guys <laughs> oh, were doing Christian God. songs. Uh, I was just doing my songs, which were kind of, like, at that time, just, like, emo emo stuff. Uh, my yeah. parents were doing, like, blues, so they would mix in, like, B.B. King and stuff with their, like, blues songs. They basically structured it in a way where, like, nighttime was just a straight-up concert. There was nothing, like, uh, wasn't much religious around it. It was just supposed to be, like, a show. And then during the day, they would do, like, teachings and stuff to basically mm-hmm. make it kind of, like, accessible for everybody but when was the um, last time you did i one? was just playing dude it's been a while it's been not since i got signed like have you thought 20... about going back dude i really want to i really want to uh,
0: i feel like we talked about this one time
1: like yeah. I, I think do I, I, I asked you, you hit... about
0: like the logistics of it
1: yeah you asked me yeah because you were you were like managing a band
0: maybe or i, I think i wanted what, to do a music video in a prison and i was like how hard would it be
1: Oh, you want to do a music video? That would be, like, impossible. Or, like,
0: to film somebody playing in a... I mean, but that's a good idea for you, though, too.
1: It's so hard, though, bro. Like, my parents did one thing where they tried to do, like, a promo video. And they had... The hoops they had to jump through to get the camera guy in there. Then every single inmate that was in the video had to sign a, a form. And we weren't allowed to show their tattoos or faces. Which is like, how are you, how do you even show them without showing tattoos?
0: Damn. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. How big were the venues, like the spaces where you'd play?
1: It would be anything from like 50 people to like, I think the biggest one we did was like 300. That's pretty big. Yeah, it was like whatever the chapel there could hold.
0: Did they ever have stand-up comedians go in there?
1: Dude, I think they actually did have one. Think but I think it's it was. Idea for you, like, Brandon. Like, mm. Yeah, you'd you'd really crush in there, dude. Yeah, there we go. They, they'd
2: love you. Yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> they might be jerking off in the back. They might be jacking off. Yeah. They dude. might be jacking off. Give the people what they want. Um.
1: Um. That is
0: funny. You should do another one.
1: I really want to, man. Those were like really cool experiences.
0: So. By the way, I just uh saw that your you had a single go platinum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's uh so you have a platinum plaque. We were talking about LMFAO no, so go platinum.
1: I actually oh, two, I had two, I had two two single platinum single songs. Platinum.
0: Two platinum songs.
1: Yeah, get your facts straight.
0: Sorry. Dude. I mean this is coming straight uh, from your manager, so
1: um yeah, but I haven't gotten the plaques because I'm it's fucking four hundred dollars.
0: Oh yeah, I mean you did say that you got the plaques, but I just didn't know it. Whatever. Yeah, but anyway, I haven't got the platinum ones though. This is a really I
1: mean, that that means I've spent eight hundred dollars just to see a plaque on my wall.
0: This was this was uh you know I'm I'm trying to appease Clayton right now because he's trying to get some plugs in, but he was like, ask him about. You can ask him what inspired his songwriting, specifically "Hallucinogenics," which is now platinum and what number one on the alternative charts. His album oh, is out now, and he just sold out a national tour, including a four thousand cap room in Denver. New yeah, single "Cut Deep" is co-produced by well, Kenny is... Beats.
2: <laughs> no, but okay. You had uh oh Lana. Lana was on this.
0: Oh yeah, Lana wait did no a remix. Did... Wait, yeah, didn't Lana Del Rey just hit you up in the DMs one time?
1: She did. Mind
0: yeah. you, like, I've, you know, we don't know each other super well, but we've known each other for a long time. Um, and it was, I knew you when you were, like, relatively unknown, I would
1: say. Yeah, pretty like, much. I very think I met small. you when I was not known at all.
0: Not you know? known at all. And then, so I've seen these, like, landmarks happen, including, I, I remember Lana Del Rey, like, hitting you up. And that was huge that was crazy to me i thought you was photoshopped
1: no that was crazy to me that actually would have been funny if i did that well what happened uh, like what was the story behind that i was doing a sound check in milwaukee on a tour and and i just like picked up my phone and saw she messaged me like i opened my message requests and saw a lot of delray and i was like uh uh, i'm I was like, what the fuck, like, I, like my heart dropped. I was just like, yo, is this for real? And then I opened it and it was this like long message about how much she liked the song Cringe and how she wanted me to come and perform it with her at one of her shows. And I was like, yeah, like, I mean, I'll figure out a way to make it happen. Um, so we found a day that I, it was an off day for me, show day for her, in between shows for me. So it was basically like play a show, fly here, play her show, fly here, play this show. And so it was really fast paced. And so I get there <clears throat> and it's like, basically four hours to showtime, and I haven't even met anybody yet. And so I go to the soundcheck and like, she's there, she's really nice um, and she introduces me to her band and she's like, okay, actually I wanna do, I wanna do hallucinogenics with you. And then uh, like the song, not the drug and, uh, and I want you to do cringe with my band, like by yourself. Wow! And I was like, "What?" Wow. I was just like, "Okay, that's gonna be a little weird. Like, nobody's gonna know it." Yeah. Uh, and so we practiced. Like, her band was like super professional, learned it really fast, and I was like, "Stick, cool, let's do it." So I did. Oh, hallucinogenics okay. with hey, her. There
2: it is on YouTube.
1: Yeah. And um, I did hallucinogenics with her, and then uh. And then I did cringe by myself and she just like swung in a, on a swing set. Huh? While I did it. And it was just did like she, was a It was that set piece
0: she have it like on stage.
1: Yeah, it was like a long swing. That's sick. Um, yeah. And like I I don't know if this actually happened, but I have this like memory ingrained in my head that she was just kind of like ad-libbing through the through cringe where she would be like so good. Huh? Like, while I'm playing, but I don't know if that actually happened or not.
0: That's amazing. I'm going to fact check that after. This is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and what stage was that in? Because, like, you, like I said, you were unknown, and you were kind of getting some traction, but this, I feel like this was, like, pretty early. Now it wouldn't be that crazy. You've had, like, hit songs, but at the time...
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, it would still be kind of wild if somebody of that level... Because I don't know. I don't, like, I'm not very... Like, uh, I don't know, integrated with the like artist territory in the industry that I feel like, like yeah. living in LA, I felt like I got a taste of it, but like now I'm pretty separate from it. So, you're whenever a family man. Like that hits me up. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you got that's kids crazy. now. Yeah, you in the suburbs um, of Nashville, sort of, kind of that like soccer mom type neighborhood vibe. Not it kind the of blurred, but like,
2: what's your address? <laughs> Don't worry about
0: it. <laughs> Nashville kind of, <laughs> of blurs, it, 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 like suburbs and city kind of blur with Nashville a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's very like. Anytime I see a neighborhood like this, I think of the movie *Father of the Bride*, and I don't know why. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But
0: anyway, that's very sick about Lana. That was a, that was crazy to me when I saw that. I, I honestly thought it was fake until you were on stage with her.
1: Dude, I thought it was fake until I was on stage with her. It was so weird. Like, it was just so sudden. And I was like, this is how this shit happens? Like,
2: yeah, just LDR hitting you direct.
0: So, yeah. What's Crazy. What's next on the Matt Mason journey? This is, kind of, I don't think I realized like, how wild your trajectory was going from milk prison to federal prison for concerts. Yeah. Jeans uh... prison. You're in jeans you're in jeans jail.
2: I was in jeans
1: jail, dude. That might be double a good denim,
2: double denimed up. Double dude, denimed. Dude, I'm pretty
1: up. sure that I still have that pair of jeans somewhere in storage too, which oh, that would be the most bro. expensive pair of jeans okay. that I own. Clayton, you could just
0: fire Clayton right now. Cause I'm telling you I could be a, I could be a better manager. Because we're taking this is uh the jeans tour. You're, we're getting the jeans out. <laughs> We're shooting a behind the music style thing explaining all of this. Then we take the jeans on tour and maybe we maybe we could even like recreate these jeans and sell them in your merch store.
1: Dude, I kind of did this entire thing with my shiny boots.
0: There's boots. What are the boots?
1: Atlantic paid for me to get a pair of Saint Laurent shiny boots for my first music video. Okay. And I just made a I just made a bit about it on on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and then I just ran with that bit for like two years.
0: So we do that, but then we also sell the pants, and then we also bring holy warfare into the fold. <laughs> and
1: dude, also speaking of my dad, still has not texted back to just yes. Dude, we need to we need to get <laughs> just a front. confirmation that he does he does have that.
0: We need to we need to get the. I'm gonna bug you about that. I want to hear those tapes. Cause then the second part is that you tour, you do a Holy Warfare tour, where you can like, oh, here Matt Mason, uh, Holy Warfare opening for Matt Mason on tour, but you come out. Dude, I think it
1: should be opposite. Okay, you open for Holy really? Warfare, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but you're in Holy Warfare, but like you Ooh. don't really like acknowledge it, you know, <laughs> like you thank yourself. But you you got to commit to the character.
1: I'm just playing like on the left side in the back.
0: You're just rhythm guitar. Yeah. Like yeah. rhythm, rhythm guitar. There's three guitarists up there probably and you're just chugging along. I do know? it. All right. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have anything you want to plug specifically?
1: I've got a script version of my song Cut Deep coming out on Friday. Um, we're going to be releasing some more music video stuff. And then I'm doing a Europe tour in February. Hell yeah. Where are you going in Europe? Oh, yeah. We're going to Berlin, uh, Cologne, London, mm. Paris, and I think that's all we're doing.
2: Okay. Oh, in Amsterdam. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, I wanna plug uh January. January in Austin. Uh first week of January. Um sixth through the seventh, four shows, Creek in the Cave. Will Senate is uh opening those. Should be uh, should be good.
0: Hell yeah. All right, guys. Matt, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, and thank you for listening, folks. Guys, this is Jack reporting to you from the present tense. I have bugged Matt Mason, specifically Matt Mason's dad, for an entire week to find Holy Warfare materials. We did not find any until yesterday. I had Matt's manager, Clayton, get on it, and... Matt Mason's dad ended up sending me an entire Dropbox of the Holy Warfare archive Including pictures Music and even some Stuff from Neverthirst It's a lot better than I thought So we're going to end this episode with A very rare This might be the debut On the airwaves of uh, Holy Warfare This is a debut track at At least I'm willing to bet In this millennia It's the debut in this millennia um, of Holy Warfare. This is Rock for the Rock by Holy Warfare. Oh, actually, no, no, no. Sorry, guys. Uh, this is, I'm going to do Who Will Follow by Holy Warfare. I hope you enjoy.
1: And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, is done.